0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's up, Chris? In the dark. In the dark. In the shadows. Um, wow. Wow what? There's a lot happening, dude. In the world, yes. Not just in the world. Okay, let's just talk about in the world of entertainment. Mm. Uh... I talked about a. Uh, I talk about a. I talked a lot about this last night when I recorded Tube Time with Courtney. Cheap plug. Okay. Um, <laughs> cheap plug, and it's still on the minds of basically everybody I see. On any interaction on social media, and even in the real life, like at work, people are talking about. Yes, this. yes, and we're talking about the slap scene around the world. I was going to say the slap heard around the world to kind of play off the, sh- you know, the the, the rock shot. that got slapped. But new Everybody level saw of uh, rock paper scissors. Everybody saw this. I
1: know, dude. This was, it, and think about this: international television,
0: Weird. the world, dude. That's what I said. The slap scene around the world. Will Smith smacking the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. You were watching. You were watching yes. it live. Yes. Okay. So let me ask you something. Here's oh, the thing. Yeah, you you're play watching a it playback. Live. You're watching it live, right? You see the joke and go down. Are you paying attention or are you doing things while this is happening? No, I'm paying attention. When I watch the you're Oscars, okay. I'm paying attention to the Oscars. A so he makes this joke Oscars. about G.I. Jane. Do you laugh? Are you just like, that's great. That's a good joke. I laughed. Yes, yes. I did. You know who else laughed? Who? Will Smith. Yes, I know. He, he laughed hard. Yeah. You know who didn't laugh? Jada Pinkett Smith. Yo, did you see that face? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. And then you're watching this live. All mm-hmm. of it, you know, he's talking about blah blah blah. And then he starts to talk on and whatever the teleprompter says. And then he stops because he's laughing. He's like, "Oh, okay." And then we say, "This is what America sees. This is what you're seeing." Will Smith's walking up. He's mm-hmm. walking up all dapper, but very, very sure of himself. He's got something he's going up there to do, and everybody's la- like cheering. They're like, yes. oh, what are they? What's this thing that they put on? Like, what's happening here? Is he going to come up and present too? What's going to happen here, right? Like, what are you thinking when you see him walking up immediately? Like, what's your thoughts? Like, what's happening right exactly now? Exactly
1: what you just said. I, I didn't think it was anything planned, but I thought he was going up there and he was going to joke around. Yeah, because I had been paying attention throughout the broadcast, yeah, and there had been quite a few jokes thrown at Will and Jada concerning their relationship. Ooh, really? Yes. There were a couple in there. And I was like So those have been digging
0: all night. Very insensitive. Those have been digging. So then this happened and
1: I thought Okay, Will's had enough.
0: See, I didn't know this. This has been digging all night. Yes.
1: So I I figured, okay, Will's probably had enough, and he's gonna go up there. He's gonna put an arm around Chris Rock, kind of play it off, kinda like make the statement, all right. (laughs) Yeah You know let the okay, you've had your fun, Now stop. It's not funny anymore. Yeah.
0: So Chris Rock. It's yeah. just like, oh, okay, what, 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 what? And Will comes up. Who, and so all he's of probably sudden, thinking the exact same thing I'm thinking. And then all of a sudden, pop. Yeah. We all see it happen. And even Chris Rock's like, did that just really happen? Like, what? And there was well, a moment where it even looked like he might start to retaliate just for a second. And he stops. Yes, because he gets, he gets. And then Will yes. turns around and just walks back. Yep. Closing his jacket a little bit, walking back like nothing happened. But he walked up there in front of and
1: everybody, in front of the world. Open
0: dude. palm, bitch slap Chris Rock. Yes. And then now I want to know in that moment, are you thinking, is this a joke? Like this is part of the show. No. Like, this is
1: part of the You this. know what? You know what I was thinking? Yeah. I literally said out loud. I'm sitting there watching this yeah. and the smack comes and I said, holy shit. Did that really just happen? Did you jump
0: out of your fucking couch? Like, I sat up because I was like back oh, lounging. Hey, yeah. I sat
1: up. I said, "Holy shit! Did that really just happen? You're did like, he really just smack this You're doing
0: this the cartoon dude?
1: thing <laughs> with your eyes. Like, wait, what? And I'm like, and I, and I feel bad, but I have a little smirk on my face because at the same time it's funny because the whole situation is this. Like I said, in front of the world, is this he just real went life? up there and bitch smacked Chris Rock in front of the world. Yeah. On stage in front of everybody in in that audience. Now, in America. There's
0: there's an ironic humor in that. Now, in America, you see Chris Rock kind of be kind of stunned. uh And then there's this weird cut thing. And we see him still kind of be stunned again. They were doing this weird edit thing because they cut out the sound. And did they even show Will Smith saying anything?
1: So he gets smacked. Yeah. And then Will Smith walks off stage. Yeah. Okay. And he's walking off stage, and, and like, at it's
0: this a G. point, a G.I.J. joke. Yes,
1: Chris Rock says it's a G.I.J. joke. Well, this is after Will Smith's already off the stage and back in his oh, chair. Oh, okay. Okay. But as Will Smith's coming off, I'm like, I can't believe they just showed that. I said they didn't cut away. I'm usually. I think they, there's I at think least a waiting. thirty second delay. But I think
0: they were. I think they thought it was real until Will's reaction. I think they thought, I mean, fake. I think they thought it was a work. Like, it was like, oh, this is a, like, they're Maybe doing Maybe they had this. an inside joke yes. or something. And that's okay. why I think they let that go, because they were going to see how the interaction played after. Because then. But then, they well, didn't, see, they what didn't happened show was, that in
1: America, did they? As he was, no. Well, they showed it, but he was coming off. Yeah. Uh, And then the sound cut out. Yeah. And we couldn't hear what was going on. Right. And I'm like, fuck, I want to know what's going on right yeah. now. I'm like, what is going on right now? Yeah. And then and then they cut to him and he's in his seat. Well, we heard that this is a GI Jane joke. Yeah. And then the sound went out. And then it went to Will in his seat, and you can see he's yelling. Dude. Oh, so but you can't hear him. Can't hear him. But we hear but he's it yelling. And, and then it goes feeds. back to him. It goes back to Chris Rock, and then the sound comes back on. And uh, and that's when he says, like, "This I is this the most happened.
0: interesting night <laughs> on television." Yeah. Um, and then he tries to keep going, and then. He, i guess from everything i saw because every clip i've seen cuts off just as he's starting to uh present mm-hmm. but from what i heard he actually just kind of pulled it back together did his thing and oh, got no it off he the did stage. i commend
1: him for the way he 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 pulled it together and kept it going yeah um,
0: i uh
1: i saw soon Sean, after that uh,
0: i saw what p did he said oh he tried to hear. he tried to bring down things like all right chris rock will smith we're gonna we're gonna solve this the right <laughs> way at the gold party afterwards <laughs> oh, like yes. a family um, I also saw that, what's her name? Who hosted it? Um, oh, the comedian. Uh, 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 Amy Schumer. I heard she was just, she was yeah, like she making Yeah, she came out after that, that segment. Was just like, she was boom. like,
1: oh, hey, sorry, I was in the bathroom. Did I miss anything? <laughs>
0: like a comedian knows how to fucking deflate a room, bro. Yes. Wow. A
1: couple things here. Um, I'm surprised they didn't cut it away. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. I think they again. I think they think something was. But even after they heard him yelling and heard what he was screaming and saw that it was serious, I'm still surprised they didn't cut it out. Cut it. You know why? Yeah, because it doesn't mean it's not going to continue to escalate and get even worse. Yeah, I'm surprised. Number one. Number
0: two. Or are you though? Because how about these headlines recently about Golden Globes, uh, Emmys, uh, Academy Awards? They're tired. People don't even care anymore. Like, do should we keep doing this? This is I've I've been seeing this. Like a lot of celebrities, even are like, who cares? Like nobody gives a fuck about this stuff anymore. This is nonsense to keep old school Hollywood exactly. Mm -hmm. So, is are you surprised or is it a way to be like you're gonna watch next year now, aren't you? To see what the fuck happens when Will Smith and Chris Rock have to co present together. (laughs) See, and that very well could be because
1: it is on a delay. So the fact that they're able to watch it before us, they can still let it go.
0: They're trying to get that Jerry, Jerry. However, if you're going to do that, don't cut the sound. Well, there's FCC guys. Fuck the FCC. There still is. Fuck the FCC. I'll pay the fine. I love how the Academy Award tweeted. As they, whatever, we do not condone violence. We're so looking forward to tonight. Blah, 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 blah. Do you know what I mean? Did you see yeah. that tweet, dude? I'm like, that's ridiculous, dude. Um But that, yeah, that's why it feels like there's so much a little bit contrived here. Not between the two men, but the Academy Awards jumping on it like this is oh, our Jerry Springer moment. And I'm sure it's gonna they make did. I'm bigger. sure
1: they absolutely did. I'm sure they absolutely did. Um, My second point is I'm surprised that they did not,
0: surprised they did not escort Will Smith out of the room. I read where there was a lot of things happening where they were going to. The problem was he was like in different areas as they were trying to figure out how to do it. And then now it was time to present for best actor. And can I tell you something? He was already prepared. And can I tell ready you something? For
1: it. When that happens, you cut the commercial and you take care of the situation you remove him from that room if you're going to you make that decision right then and there you that don't that dude,
0: wait. There's a chance that that dude's gonna win best actor do you pull that guy away? Yes, or you do. They already know. Because they already if know. It's wins, the Academy, they know who's winning.
1: Technically so they they're don't. Not, they don't. The envelopes are sealed. But right. yes. Um,
0: somebody printed it, okay? And and knows that information and they're um, not going to make sure trust me. Trust me. That's just not happening. They're not pulling him away.
1: Personally, I still think you remove him from that
0: room. Remember, you're talking about Hollywood where fucking actors would murder starlets. Yes. And then Hollywood would come in and be like, she never existed. Don't worry about it. You're the greatest actor of all time.
1: I know. It don't matter. This was a bitch slap. I know. I know but and it s- didn't devolve. Still.
0: This was not the I was saying this the other night. This was not the source awards. It didn't devolve. There was not like gang fighting and chairs <laughs> throwing. None of that shit happened. That happened. And this and I put it this way too. I'm going to put look. I don't condone it. I have a lot of feelings about what happened in this night, and I yes. think there's a whole lot more underlying. I think there's a lot of emotional things happening. Oh, I think, yes. I think there's a lot of yes. mental things happening. I think there's a lot going on to just this Absolutely, instance. But in this instance, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the most like high-class version of like a show devolving into chaos. Oh, I know, He just dude. walks up in a fucking suit. Like crisp, right? Multi thousand dollar suit, tailored. Yes. This motherfucker looks smooth as Fuck, right? Walks up there. Chris Rock even playing along. Like what? 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 Pop. Chris Rock just is like, did that really just happen? And then S- Smith walking out. Right. It is like the most clean cut version of a Jerry Springer episode of all time, and it's and it was presented in such a way that the Academy's like, you know we could do that that's that's like taking off your glove and smacking someone and challenging them to a duel um, because i feel like that's their nose that's the snob part and for now if he'd gone up there and like started swinging and a whole brawl broke out they would have got rid of him then it's done yes. but this was dude he walked up and was just like pop and then turned around and walked away like gentleman okay but on principle
1: as an institution, you yeah. need to uphold your morals. Yes, you do. You, they should have removed him from that room. If you yeah. did not condone it, you should have removed him from that room.
0: But you're talking about people that's who want like, to make money.
1: That's like me saying I don't condone stealing you literally, candy from children and then going home and taking candy from You just talked about an institution
0: and and these kinds of... But no, but what was the key a, word I of said? Of an industry that but, like. But what was the <laughs> lost that a that long I said? time ago. The moral. Key word was the long moral. time
1: ago, I understand that Hollywood's they don't have moral, that, bro. <laughs> I understand they don't have that. Neither is the Academy, and I get that. I'm talking in the righteous world that
0: should have never went down and that happened and played exist, out the way it unfortunately. did. Unfortunately, no, I know. But it did. It did play out. It became this thing, dude. What it, I said and last here's night. The thing
1: it blew up so much to a degree that there's all kinds of memes. Not even that poking fun. People are making jokes, and it hurts. It's so intense. It makes I, me was, sad, I was. I was
0: telling Courtney. It used to be the biggest divide right now, or at the time, was you're for Trump or you're against Trump. Now it's like, was it okay that he slapped him or was it (laughs) not okay that he slapped him? Because that's all that consumes anybody right now. Yeah. Which makes me want you to say, stop thinking about that. What else is going on? Yes. What's going on in the background? Because you know what? Real close attention to what's doing going this, on. Yes. You're lost in a dream world. You're sleeping. Yeah. And when you sleep, there's danger. Mhm. And when there's danger, you know you are in 1984. Yep. Because this is out of the shadows. This is not e Hollywood true story. <laughs> We're not You know what? We talked about that shit, but fuck that. We're talking horror movies. We're talking 1984. We're back. Yes. Chris and Jim in the studio and we're talking Nightmare on Elm Street The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet
2: but something is coming to get them. There's something out there isn't there We just see cuts happen What did that lieutenant? I don't know Is the coroner got to say Fall asleep. No! No! She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails... I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. (laughs) No one will survive. Scraven director of the heels have eyes and last house on the left a new masterpiece in fantasy terror nightmare on Elm Street
0: had to get us going dude because yes I know down there there's a lot going on there no but, problem but I got you I really want to talk about this movie <sighs> yes I don't think I've ever talked about it on a podcast interesting it's um it's one that's very influential in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh one of my favorite slashers of all time okay. in terms of the villain. Like Freddy was one of my favorite. I absolutely love I used to write fan fiction before fan fiction was called fan fiction. <laughs> no joke, bro. I'm talking god. Um probably 12 12 okay. years old, 11 12 years old with a a, a notebook. Writing stories about me and my friends. So right when I was being born. <laughs> <laughs> um, r- stories about me and my friends. Basically, what you see in the movies. Going through situations where Freddy becomes our reality. Mm. Invades our dreams and we have to try to figure out how to fight him off. Interesting. Um, I did steal a lot from Dream Warriors in terms of like, oh, you can Nothing do whatever you want that. in your dreams, right? Nothing wrong with that. But... That's to say that, like, it's been such an influence in my life. That my love of horror, Hmm. um, my my love of slasher films, my love of teen slasher films. Because this is one of the originals. Like that's right up there. But think about it. It's it's one of the originals. But this this is nineteen eighty four. Yeah, it's a little bit later. It's like halfway through the through the decade. But dude, they there's so many things that you see. There's a lot. Wa- oh, yeah. I was yeah, watching we'll it again there. today, right? And as I'm watching it again today, not even today, like I remember thinking this like maybe it was like four or five years ago where I started looking at it going, whoa, hold on a second. There's so many things here that yeah. Wes Craven said, you know what, when I'm doing Scream, let me just use what I did in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah, dude. And we'll talk about those parallels. But um, yeah, dude, so this is a movie for me that has always been like one of those... It's just one of the greatest for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it, it they did a remake of it and I've always said like there's certain movies you shouldn't touch and try to remake. And the remake in its own right is its own thing. Yeah. But like it's not going to touch this world. Let me you, you, the Halloween remake
1: I include that one as the exception to the rule. Yeah. But the Friday the 13th remake And the Nightmare on Elm Street remake are two remakes as much as you like the Friday the 13th one. Yeah, they probably should have never made. I really did like that Friday the 13th though. Yes, but you can't touch these. These Well, here's
0: the thing with Friday the 13th. I feel like they were trying to do a remake in terms of a requel, right? No, not even a requel. It was more like a a reboot. Yeah, because it wasn't like a sequel. It was a reboot. reboot. Yes, but they kind of did their own thing with it, which is what I liked Okay. You know, it was it was like an alternate universe, whereas with Friday, the th- like the or, Halloween. Yeah. Whereas with Nightmare, I feel like Nightmare, the idea was they wanted to try to literally remake Nightmare on Elm Street. OK, yeah, and it didn't work that. well. Yeah. You know, yeah, I can see that. Um, but for you, this one, the original Robert England, yes. 84, like, what's the deal for you? How does this hit you?
1: Uh, I love it. I, and I hold it very close it first. I don't I don't know, dude. I have no idea because I really wasn't watching horror movies to watch horror movies for horror movies, as I know them, uh, until I started watching Halloween. And that was maybe like fourth, fifth grade. I was obviously aware of who these people were um, because of pop culture, but I don't think I'd ever seen the movie, maybe like pieces here and there on television at like Halloween time, um, but never like uncut all the way through in one sitting. And I don't remember the first time I ever saw it. Well, what the about through.
0: what about the actual character Freddy Krueger? Do you remember when, in your mind as a youth, you had a sense of the fedora, the burnt face, the the knives? Oh, from a sweater? very young age, dude,
1: in a very young age, really? like school in elementary school. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't remember the first time it was ever like in my head, but I, I you know, I remember making jokes with my friends about freddy krueger or jason you know what i mean so i'm i was aware of these characters maybe not to the extent of their
0: horribleness but yeah i was aware of who they were
1: and that they were scary
0: people and bad people i remember being in the fifth grade okay specifically the fifth grade and i had a friend that used to get fangoria magazine Mm, at that young of age right but who knows maybe his uncle gave it to him or whatever but I remember us looking through it and coming across Freddy Krueger mm. and just being like it was it was terrifying, but also kind of um entrancing, right? Like he does have a cool look. He's got the hat, he's got a glove that's got blades on it. Like, tell me what kid doesn't want to have a glove yeah. with blades on it, right? Yeah. Um the sweater was kind of like dingy. It's got this sort
1: of like suave sort of thing about it. And this so so this wasn't 1984
0: when the first one came out. So there've yeah. been
1: quite a few sequels that had come out when you Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going we're going to talk about yeah. some stuff
0: here. Um but I remember seeing that and just being like like this like I I who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> so Uh, that was the the, like the radar, and then I realized there was this. By then, I think it was by the second or third movie was out. By then, um, and so I knew this. There was a series of horror movies. Yeah, the first time I got to watch it was probably about thirteen because I knew about them. I knew a lot of the stories. I remember there was um this a magazine that had a lot of like the plots and you would read all this stuff about Freddie and, and I was huge, dude. I saw that. and I just wanted to always get that. My grandma bought me anything I wanted. when We went to the grocery <laughs> store. I'd be like, I want this magazine. She'd be like, fine, whatever. Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, the first time I saw nightmare on Elm street, I just remember just being kind of like I, I entranced like I loved this film hmm. and so like i watched i've watched it for years and years and years and so many years i've had it on in the background yep. i've had it on to actually sit down and watch but those are few and far between where i actually watch the whole film typically i put it on and i'll watch a little bit but i know the movie so familiar with right it. Yes. so that i could hear it and in my mind i see things play out today i realized in my mind things were slightly different than what i'm actually seeing on Oh, film. sure yeah um, your own creative liberties, dude. Seriously, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude. This movie has always been pro- probably, I would say, a part of my blood for quite a long time.
1: Interesting. For real. So this is this is your favorite out of the big three, huh? Yeah.
0: No, that's the problem. Oh, Halloween, Halloween is, is, that's is my right. Absolute that's right. Because right, that's my favorite too. Yeah. Because that one, I literally trace back to a Halloween being. 8 or 9 9 years old probably okay and my mom dropped us off in a neighborhood where her friends like they had all the good candy so she dropped us off and her her friend and their kids you know her friend took us around my mom went back home we came back and while we were waiting for my mom to pick us up halloween was on tv mm. and i was watching it i was sitting there in the living room just sitting on the floor watching it with like with the older brother whoever was there like there was a bunch of kids of we were just all sitting in there the older brothers <laughs> watching this thing we're all going through our candy and he was taking some but i just remember just <laughs> just watching this movie going just like <gasps> And it was scary, but it was also just kind of like, I love Halloween. So like, I loved the scare. Like it made me happy. It made me like, this is great. So Halloween's always going to be it no matter what, but this is a close. This is numbers. Yeah. Easily, easily. This beats Mm. Jason uh, and Friday the 13th because I love the camp vibe too. Yeah. But there's something something about about this this idea that like when you fall asleep, Mm -hmm. you're already vulnerable. Right? You can't, you don't know what's happening in the real world. Anybody Mm -hmm. could come up to you and stab you and you can't do a thing. Yeah. And in your dreams, you have no power. You have no say on how your dreams go most of the times. Your dreams are basically a roller coaster. You strap in and you ride along until you wake up. Right? So, how terrifying is it if you can't control the fact that the person or the thing that wants to kill you is where you're the most vulnerable ever? Yeah.
1: And yeah, and it sucks because even once these people, because typically, typically how the brain works is if you're dreaming and you come to the realization and the actualization that you're dreaming, yep. you typically wake up, yeah. But that doesn't happen to these people. They go into the dreams knowing that they're dreaming, yeah, and they can't get out. A
0: few of them sometimes they don't realize it till it's like, oh well, shit, yeah. I fell asleep, right? Yes,
1: but I'm you know like Nancy specifically goes in. Yeah.
0: And yeah, well, knows she that learns. she's dreaming. She realizes what she has to do, right? This is our yes. hero's our heroine's journey. Yes. But let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The beginning doesn't even start with her. We start with her one of her best friends. Yep. Tina. Right? Tina. Tina. Yeah. Uh immediately the first thing well actually the first thing we see is the the creation of the glove.
1: Oh yes, on a small little screen, his credits are below it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We watched the creation of the gloves. Who isn't even
1: uh, uh, Robert England? Nice,
0: really. Yeah, I think it was one of the one of the uh, the other stunt guys or costume designer or something. Nice. I noticed a pair of glasses on the workbench, and I never thought of Freddy Krueger wearing glasses.
1: Interesting. Yeah, we never see him ever. Well with glasses. We see him later well, or with glasses. Well, we I mean.
0: see him later in different a uh, different uh episode or or different movies. Part. Yes, like not, but he's not, but he's not, in not this one. Glasses no. I don't think. Not glasses, we also don't see his human form uh, or not human form but before he was burned and, and became, you know, whatever. Uh, cuz we see that later in the series. Like if you watch the the, yes. the movies, we see Robert England in his normal form without being burned playing Freddy Krueger before oh, all yeah, that yeah, happens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in this one. No, no. In no, this no. one, we're introduced to him as Fred Krueger, mm-hmm. as the credits say. Yes. Also, the singing, so- the sing song. I kept listening, and I got to tell you, I don't think it says Freddy's coming for you. It Sounds like it says Fred is coming for you, but later on, everything else is referenced as Freddy. Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Freddy. But when I listened to the song over and over, I was like, Were they really trying to say it as Fred? And it just became Freddy. It's possible
1: because that's he was credited as Fred and that's how they always referred yeah. to unless you know it was a line in the movie.
0: So, yeah, so the original sing song if you go back and listen to it it doesn't sound like And they refer like to
1: that. him a couple
0: times in the movie as Fred Krueger, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um so anyway, okay, so we start with, you know, this girl who she's in a nightgown. Mm-hmm. She's in a boiler room which yeah. seems endless in a dark hallway. What is she And she's just Oh yeah. No, first it's the the hallway, then the boiler room, right? Mm-hmm. But she's running from this weird like laughing sound and this scraping sound and this is our introdu- uh, in- introduction to the idea that there's nightmares going on and there's this dude that's got cuz we see the knives right away he's scraping them on on pipes yeah um she wakes up right she has slashes across her her nightgown her mm-hmm. mom's just like you know <laughs> her mom goes you got to you either stop having nightmares or cut your nails. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I can control my nightmares, Ma. Thanks. <laughs> um, but this is all right. So from here, you know, we go into the next day where um, she and her friends are going to school, mm-hmm. and her friends are Johnny Depp, Glenn, uh, Heather Langenkamp, Nancy, and then her boyfriend shows up too. This kind of douchebag style new. guy. Yeah. And. She's talking about this nightmare she had, and they're just like, you know, it's just dreams. Don't let it bother your day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Now we're introduced to this is our core group of teens that we're going to follow in our story, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. They go into
1: class. Well, this is also where we start to get a hint at the idea that they're dreaming about a similar person and having similar clothes, right?
0: Because the one's telling them everything and you could see there's reaction from mm-hmm. Johnny Depp and Heather, but they don't, they don't react. They don't yes. say anything. Yeah, yet. they don't. Yeah. Uh, we also get a sense that this girl's uh, Tina's boyfriend's kind of a douche. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a little bit overboard Uh, and, and the other two don't like him like Heather and, and Johnny don't yeah. like him. Tina and uh, what's his name. I don't remember Johnny's character. God oh wait, damn. Johnny Johnny Depp's yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's um, uh, Glenn.
0: Yeah. Tina and Glenn don't like this guy. No, no, no. Te- Tina's the. Boys, I mean, uh, no, no, no. God. Uh, Nancy and Glenn. Nancy <laughs> and Glenn don't like this guy. How long have you been watching uh, this movie? God. for I'm just all thrown off right now. Um. So then we cut to later in the day. Yes. Right? Later in the day, it's established that we are at Tina's house. Mm-hmm. Her mom and dad are out of town, or her mom just mom, her mom. and a boyfriend. Oh, that's right. Boyfriend. And um, Nancy's there to keep her company because she's been having these nightmares. And Glenn's there because he's hanging out. He's the boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love this scene (laughs) because it's so hokey, dude. It's so hokey that you're just like, come on, dude. Like. The fact that they just play this off and they're like, okay, this is—it it makes it more fun, right? Yes. It makes it more like youth. Like mm-hmm. this is good. But he's he's pretending to his mom that he's he's at a friend's house and he's playing a cassette tape of all these sound effects that's near an air because the guy lives near an airport. So it's oh, like he a, says a, he's
1: a, staying at his cousin's house. Who yeah. lives near the airport. Yeah. Oh, that's, a right. Co- off. that's right. Plane That's right.
0: And then all of a sudden it's like drag racing and like car crashes and the machine guns and, and, and yeah. And he's like, Oh yeah, there's a bunch of ruffians out there. There, there's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I gotta I gotta go, mom. All right, bye. <laughs> um, so okay, now we know they're all hanging out. This is now where we find out that that Nancy also kind of had the same kind of dream because all the same person. They're yep. start they're starting to talk about it, her and Tina, and they're like, What? And you can see on Glenn's face that he knows what they're talking about, but he what doesn't want to face anything? it. Uh, until they hear a sound outside. Then he's like, oh, God. Is this real life? See, and this is cool because paying attention this time,
1: when they hear the sound and it's Nancy and Tina on the couch looking back at it and Glenn's coming up on the side, before he's on there, you can see something at the
0: window. And I don't know if it's his reflection. Really? Or if I'll have to go back. Or if it's somebody outside. I can't tell. I'll have to go back and watch it, dude. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, it's the '80s, mm-hmm. so the man has to go outside, right? Yeah. Johnny Depp's gonna go outside, and he's gonna be the man and say, "Hey, you know, come out, stop fucking around, I'll beat your ass." But he's still scared. Mm-hmm. He's walking, he's checking, and there's noises coming. You can hear the scraping sound, kind of like the nails on the on the on the pipe, and the music's getting all creepy. And you're like, "Oh my god, what's gonna happen?" And it's the douchebag. He comes yep. jumping out. He's like, hey, 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 uh, is your mom home? What's going home? on here? An orgy or something? Yeah. Dude, this guy's lines, right? <laughs> uh, he wants to know if her, the mom's home. Mom's not home, obviously. So he's like, yeah, me and Tina are going to go upstairs. We're going we're gonna to take care of some business. You guys can have the rest of the house. And I love when Johnny Depp's wants to start getting down with, with Heather. He's She's just all like, no, we're here for Tina tonight. I'm not in the mood. Poor dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is happening, right? Uh, Nancy and Glenn are staying the night. do you remember what his line is? No, what is it? I think, I think he says something like "Reality sucks." Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, n- wait, Nancy's staying the night. Glenn's not there, right? He goes home. No, no, no. He's staying the night. Oh, no, there, he's too. there. He's there, but yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. stay in the same room. No, they're super proper. Yeah, Nancy's in in Tina's room because well, Nancy's proper. I don't think yeah. Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> Nancy's in Tina's room um and glenn's i don't know he's sleeping on the couch couch. probably yeah and uh and upstairs you know tina and and her boyfriend are done doing what they did they're sleeping except she's dreaming well back up
1: whoa what i miss back up we have one of the greatest greatest scenes in a 1980s horror movie with tina sleeping in the bed Oh, yeah. And the cross coming off the wall. Yes. And Fred Krueger coming out of the Nancy. wall.
0: mean Nancy. Nancy. Yes, Nancy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. See, now I'm doing it, damn it. That, <laughs> like, what are you doing to me? But it's great. That is a oh, beautiful my God. scene, God. Dude. What a scene, dude. Because there's so many parts in this movie where you're just like, uh, this shows its age, 1984. But yes. then you see shit like this, and you're like, this stands see, up today. Today, this, movie, this you know what I visually look, looks great.
1: You know what I consider this movie? I consider this movie the end of the old and the beginning of the new. It's that
0: transition, right?
1: Yes, this is the movie that defines that transition, at least
0: in my mm-hmm. head. I can see that, you know. I can see that. Um, so yes, we get that, right? We, she, so she's in her dream world, and then we're also seeing that Freddie can, like, mm-hmm. he can be in two places at once now. Yeah. But Tina is once again running from Freddie. Yeah, um, she's outside of her house now and she's in the alleyway and she sees this long armed Fred. Now, this is our first time really seeing Freddy being Freddy. But this at the very beginning of this movie, a lot of what we see Freddy as is this kind of terrorizing figure boogeyman style guy. In and the shadows. that's all he yes. does is act like a boogeyman. Arms grow. He even looks kind of hunched comes like kind of running at her, all yeah. kind of weird and shit. Not mm-hmm. like, not like how we see Freddie later in the movie, which makes me question like, where did that transition come in? Where did Robert England start saying, okay, I don't want to do this. I want to have him more like that gunslinger, that kind of. I'm more evil and I can come at you and I I'm, I'm more cool and suave that you know shift. What I mean okay there's a shift in this movie because look at Freddie earlier in the film at the very beginning of the film it's more of this like dirty old man kind of like like I said boogeyman even the way he runs is nonsense right mm-hmm. the way he looks the hats even all flapped it's not crisp and and, and kind of nice looking yeah it's it's even the makeup looks kind of like they filmed this all before they really decided how they wanted to make his makeup look
1: yes because there's there's this one scene where we see a close-up of
0: maybe like this part of his face yeah
1: and i'm like oh that looks slightly that looks more along the lines to a me of the makeup victim. they did well the makeup that they did for new nightmare than the makeup that's traditionally done oh in this yes movie.
0: there is that scene too but there's this other scene where you see a flash of light on his skin and it legit looks like a burn victim. It doesn't Mm -hmm. look like the makeup that they use for Freddy. It legit looks raw and peeling and charred. Whereas later on, like in this film even, and then in the series, like that's not what it looks like. It just looks melted and kind of plastic and sometimes pepperoni.
1: You can't you can't you can't say that about the rest of the films in this series, really, after the second one. They because all change, they all dude. go for that type of look. They become that type of movie, that yeah, hokey horror movie. Yeah. But this one at the beginning mm-hmm. And there's a, a a transition. So where does the, shit, where does the, sh- where does the transition happen right there? Um, no, not
0: yet. Because right okay, when we're well, seeing let me know. Him, yes, that's what I'm saying. Let me when know when, all you, like, when the transition like happens in your head. I, I got to try to remember. So as we play it out, I'll see if I could pull it up. But okay. So this is where I remember watching this again today as I'm watching. I'm like, this is such a different Freddy from anything else. Even After. halfway through the movie on. Like halfway through the. So even in this, when we hear his voice, it's a different voice than what you hear halfway through the movie on. Halfway through the movie on, then we do start getting that deeper kind of like, you know what I mean? Like that, Freddy's coming to get you. Instead of like, Freddy's coming. Like that first part, he seems more like, again, this dirty old man that's kind of a boogeyman style thing. And he doesn't come across as the Freddy that. And ends up evolving through time, but even in this film, it feels like halfway through there's a difference. I'm gonna watch it again and literally I'll pinpoint have to, it. I'll through. have
1: to. I'll have to watch the movie again, specifically watching for that, because I agree with that. That from this movie forward, and and yeah. I haven't seen two enough to really comment on it, but definitely from three forward, two, it's there's completely a completely different. A diff- there's a change. Yeah, you yes. can see it. Um, but I, I don't know I can't pull it out of my head where you're talking about that shift in this movie because to okay. me it is the same character all the way through this movie and then never again.
0: So here's Tina, right? Yes. Um, And she's running for her life and mm-hmm. Freddie catches her and he starts fucking her up, dude. She's oh, in yeah. the bed. He's like slashing her. He's under the covers. And now the boyfriend wakes up because there's this commotion going on next to him. And he's freaking out and he pulls the covers off because he thinks someone's in the room on top of this girl. Mm -hmm. And then he sees it's just her and she's flopping around. Then all of a sudden, there go the slashes across her chest and blood just starts pouring out. And one of the best scenes in horror up to this point Mm -hmm. comes down when she starts getting pulled up to the ceiling, getting slashed to pieces, blood just all over the place. And she's up there just struggling. And there's this one scene where she's reaching down yeah. for this guy. You know what I mean? And the way that's filmed is just it's done so well, dude. But it's think of it. It's done that. so well. Two of the most iconic eighty four.
1: Two of the most iconic shots from horror movies out of the eighties happened in the same film within within a, a three minute span. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's awesome, dude. It's craziness. But um, it is beautiful. And the way they did it. With the rotating room. Yeah, it's so good. So
0: ingenious. And it, it they, they pulled it off, man. They really did. Uh, so we see this go down, right? It wakes up Nancy. She hears screaming. Yes. She goes running for the room. It's locked. Now comes Glenn. He's like, what the hell? Let's get in the room, right? Mm-hmm. They burst the room down as you hear screaming going on. And you hear the guy on the other side of the door saying, where are you? Where are you? I'll kill you. I'll kill you. And then there's this kind of commotion. They open the door, and there's Tina, completely butchered, covered in blood. The room's bloodied, windows wide open, boyfriend gone. Yep. Damn. That's yep. the first straight kill in the film. Yeah, it's the first death in the movie. It's pretty intense. Dude. Yeah, not bad. No. Uh. So and, now and
2: again.
1: Think about you're sitting in the theater in 1984 seeing this for the first time. Yeah. Not our mindset where we know there's multiple sequels and we know Freddy Krueger. Right. We're experiencing it for the first time, That dude. there's this it's butcher like, monster wow. that
0: just killed this girl in her dream. And look at... That's a violent scene, dude. Very. And it's
1: bloody. Yes. So I imagine people were feeling the same way I felt when I was watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. And I'm like, fuck, this movie is... This is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs>
0: I'm sure, dude. Um, So now we have to deal with cops, right? The cops come. We find out that uh, Nancy's
1: dad is the is he the the chief? Is the sheriff chief? Or yeah, I think he's the lieutenant. Maybe he's the lieutenant.
0: Now here's the thing: I didn't never, I never put two and two together until really watching it today. (laughs) His deputy or the lieutenant, his second in command, is the sheriff in Scream. Wes Craven uses him. That's him. Same actor? Same actor. Interesting. Yes, not the same dude. character. No, same actor. Interesting. I did not know that. So much of Scream. There's so many scenes in Scream and moments mm-hmm. that happen in this movie. That I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. this is that scene in Scream. He just recycled it. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? And it's Kevin Williamson kind of playing into that. I'm sure, oh, but the yeah. way it was done, yes. like, was Wes Craven saying, "We're gonna do it like this because I've done this before and I know how good it looks." Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is one of the things I noticed though. This little tie to Scream. There's a lot of ties to Scream, but this actor, I was like, oh, that's the fucking sheriff, bro. I didn't know that. Go back and look at him. Yeah. So um, so we get the, introduced to them. Right. They're uh you know this girl's killed now they have to figure out who did it this guy's on the run they're looking for the boyfriend mm-hmm. and we also have to see now how does this affect Nancy as a teenager whose friend she literally just walked in and saw her butchered with tying in her divorced parents yes her we find out like obviously her dad's the, sh- the sheriff or whatever but her mom is just you know her mom um an alcoholic mm-hmm. dealing with whatever she's dealing with the aftermath um, of her marriage, yeah, and now the, we have the guilt of the crime soon to be revealed, yeah. Um, now next is the school scene, right? Where Nancy's back in school,
1: yeah. Trying because to she after stuff. they
0: after they arrest the boyfriend, or the douchebag. No, they, they didn't arrest him yet, not yet, because first oh, she has oh, the oh. dream about Tina. Oh in yeah, the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where she starts to realize something's not right. Because she she's in school. She's like, well, no, no, no. Multi-class. They arrest.
1: They arrest. They arrest a douchebag boyfriend on her way to school that
0: morning. Oh, God dang. You're right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. she wants to go to school. You know, she's been freaking out. She's been having the same dreams. This thing just happened. She's not sleeping well. Um, her mom's like, you should just stay home. She's like, no, I'm going to go to school. If I don't, I'll go crazy. Right. So she ends up ha- walking to school and in, in walking to school, the boyfriend, uh, Tina's boyfriend snags her into the bushes and is just like, look, I didn't do it. Okay. I didn't kill her. And, uh, Nancy says something that kind of annoys him. And he starts to be like, he starts to like go at her and then boom, there's her dad with the gun. Like, don't you make a move? Yeah. I'll splatter your brains, mister. He doesn't say that, but like, that's the attitude, right? Feeling lucky. Punk. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> And then she gets pissed, right? So uh, the kid runs away. She mm-hmm. blocks it so that her dad can't get to him. And she's just pissed. She's like, you used me to try to fish this guy out? And she's, and he's like, you shouldn't be going to school anyway. And she's yeah. like, screw you, dad. I'm like, fuck going you. to school. Yeah, I want that higher education. So she goes to school. Now she's in school, stressing, right? And while this kid's, uh, they're reading, some. what is it, Hamlet? They're reading something. Uh, Shakespeare of some kind yeah. I don't know exactly what they're reading the teacher tells his kid to go up and read this passage and he starts to read it which it might is be great Hamlet, yeah. it's a oh, great the way passage this guy deliver, well, the because, passage
1: but then the way the guy delivers it
0: yeah but, but the passage itself talks about dreams right yes. and so he's like reading it and then there's this moment as she's getting dozy and then she just kind of pulls herself out of it to keep paying attention it starts to slow down and he starts to say this in a very creepy way he's reading the passage and she knows at something's wrong and then she hears Nancy and she looks over and there's Tina in a body bag yep again gorgeous scene mm-hmm. there's so many moments in this in this movie where there are scenes that the way they are filmed Ugh. it's just so nice dude it's so good and this is one of them right it's it's that scene where she's in the hallway and she's yep. calling to Nancy agreed Nancy goes out looking for her and she sees a bloody trail looks down the hall and there's the body right and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. the legs lift up and she gets dragged. You know, out of sight, down the hall. Yeah, there's this thick, solid line of blood just going
1: down the hall, stopping. And Nancy and stresses; she's
0: like, "What the hell's going on?" And we mm-hmm. know something's happening now. Music's creepy, hallways creepy. There's there's leaves blowing in the hallway, right? Like it's yeah. creepy. She runs into this girl that's like, "You need your hall pass." She's like, "Screw your hall pass." Hang on, real quick. You know who the teacher was in the classroom? Who is that? That's Lynn Shea. From
1: she's in um uh uh in the Insidious movies, but even really? even more than that, she's Bob Shea's sister, Bob
0: Shea of the New Line Cinema. Yeah, the producer. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Bob Shea. So, uh, she goes looking for, her, knocks into this girl that says about the hall pass. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Screw your hall pass." She's walking back looking for her friend, and then all of a sudden, the girl calls her again and says something, but she holds up. The she's wearing the sweater first, but she holds up the glove and now, you know, OK, you, she's dreaming. Yeah. And now Nancy finds herself in the boiler room with Freddy chasing her like he shows up. She sees this sweater, this melted face. The And I feel like this is where it changes now. This is where now he's not this boogeyman now. Now he's kind of like now this is Freddy. He doesn't look all rumpled and everything. Now it's Freddie, Freddy. Freddy. And even his voice has that deeper, kind of malevolent okay, tone. Okay, yeah, to it. I can see it. I can see that. So now, you know, she's trying to run and she wakes herself up by burning her arm on one of the, the, the pipes. The pipes. Mm-hmm. Screaming in class, and the teacher's like, you, you know, you could just, just go ahead, go home. I love the line, but you're going to need a, a hall pass. <laughs> She leaves, right, but she realizes, holy shit, my arm's actually burnt. And this is where things start to kind of like her brain is putting things together. Like she, Yeah, she's a quick one, dude. This guy said that he didn't kill my friend, that he saw somebody else there. We've been having dreams We've, about the same guy. Me and Tina have had the same dreams about the same guy. Um, I just had this dream again with Tina in it and this guy attacking me. I burn myself and it's really happening in real life. She wants to go see this guy. So she goes and sees him at the prison. And she's just like, tell me what really happened. And this Mm -hmm. is where he tells her, like, I had this dream. Like, oh, first he says, the way I watched this cut open, it was all at the same time. She's like, what do you mean? He's like, it was like four razors at the same time. And then she, and then he says, but then he says, you know, I had a dream where this guy had knives for fingers. Mm -hmm. And he's like, do you think I did it? She's like, no, I don't. But she leaves because she's starting to <laughs> she's starting to get this thing. Like I think I know what's going on here, dude. The writing on this movie is just fantastic. It really oh. is. So then she has to go to Glenn. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I need you to help me because I think I know what's happening. I'm gonna try to go to sleep, and I need you to stay awake because when I, up up to a certain point, if you see me struggling, whatever it is, you need to wake me up. Yeah, if I start because.
1: She can struggle all she wants, but until he strikes her or or hurts her, she's right. fine. So as long right. as she's struggling, as Glenn she's wakes her up, off, she right. should be fine. So they set and it imagine.
0: up. imagine they set it up right. Well, before they set it up, he comes to her room, right? To the window, climbing up the lattice. Mm-hmm. Opens the. This is before this all happens. Before she tells him all this stuff, opens the window, pops in, and kind of gives her this start mm-hmm. scream. Yeah, yeah, scream. When Sydney and Billy, Billy's first Billy time Lewis. into the room, yep. she gives a, a cry. Except this time that in that movie, her dad comes, right? In this one, the mom doesn't come because she's drunk. She's passed out. Yeah. But she cries out. And it's the same look. It's the same way. The same side shot. Same side shot. She's in her nightgown. He's coming in. And he comes in the exact same way as they do in Scream. Does it's the mom great. come? Because isn't there a scene where the mom does come when he comes in the window one time? No, it wasn't the no. window. I think it was later when she was having the dream and everything was going nuts and crazy. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm because wrong. Because she had to pretend she was having a nightmare. Like, that's, what it was, oh, that's all it was, right? But before that, she gives a cry oh, yeah, and it's like, this is what it is. And when I saw that, I'm like, you might as well play Don't Fear the Reaper in the background. Yeah, this know, is the right? scream <laughs> scene, right? Um, but anyway, she wants to do this, help me do, you know, fall asleep. Okay, cool. I'm going to do this. Um, she goes into the dream world. Mm hmm. Uh, She's confronted by Freddy. They're starting to wrestle around and she's just like, Glenn, you need to wake me up, Glenn. Well, she also sees things happening with the
1: the douchebag at the jail. Oh, the dream.
0: That's right. That's how it is. And the dream is that Freddy's actually going after him first. Mm -hmm. And before he can actually do anything, he realizes here's Nancy and Nancy's there to stop him. And now he's after her. And so the whole struggle ensues. Glenn's not available because he's sleeping. She Passed runs out. in her dreams. She runs back to her house, into her room and sees him sleeping. Yeah. And Freddie's there to fight her and they're wrestling on the bed and all off the bed. And he's slicing the pillow open and feathers are flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the alarm clock goes off and she comes out of it. And Glenn's like, Oh Jesus Christ. The alarm clock goes off. <laughs> I was sleeping. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> She's like, you idiot. So, so she had a hold of him when she woke up, Correct. I don't think so. No?
1: I, gotta, I, I say, gotta look back at that again, but I don't think she did. Because imagine had she brought him through right then and there, dude. Holy shit. We wouldn't have a movie. Not, well, we'd have a much different
0: movie. Yeah. Much different Yeah, movie. we'd see what that plays out like, right? Because this is gonna be fun when we get to that. So, okay, so now she's just like, okay, she knows what she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to school. Blah, blah, things happen. She's coming back home one day, and all of a sudden, there's bars all over her window. Yep. She goes up to her mom. She's like, what are you doing? She's like, we're keeping you safe. We're, we're, we're putting all this stuff up. I don't need you. She's drunk again. She gets pissed at her. Because she knows. Like, this is the only way Glenn and I get, kind of get in and out of the house, sneaking out. Uh, but she has a plan. She has a plan in place. She knows what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um. No, 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 before that all happens, I'm sorry, no. Well, they go to this police station, yes. Yes. because she realizes, I'm awake, which means now he's going after the boyfriend. So, after the tussle, Glenn wakes up, she's pissed at Glenn, mom comes in, and she's just like, is everything okay? She's like, oh, I'm just dreaming, I'm sleeping, I'm Mm -hmm. fine. Mom leaves, she's like, oh, fuck, we gotta go to the police station.
1: Ah, that's when... That's when she comes in, and Glenn has to hide. That's what yes. That's why I'm thinking because I'm thinking. Yeah, I've seen that scene. Yeah, I just don't remember where it it's fits right in there.
0: Here. <laughs> so uh, Nancy and Glenn head out to the police station. They want to see the guy. Her dad's still there. She's like, "Why are you still here?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "He's in trouble. You, we need to go see what's going on." And as this is happening, this whole interchange, we see the dude sleeping on the cot in the jail cell. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like his. One of his sheets, sheets becomes like this. This rope starts twisting up thing. on itself and goes around his around neck. Around his neck, drags him up the, off the bed, up the wall, out the window. Kind of. Well, the, the sheet goes out the window, but basically hangs him from the window. Yeah, and he he hangs. Just as you know, they all start bursting in the room to say what's happening, and they realize, oh, this is not good. Um, but it looks like a suicide. Yeah. Uh, by the way, John Saxon is mm-hmm. who plays uh, her dad. Yep. Uh, he's a great actor. Uh, anyway pulls pulls him down right checks his pulse you guys walked in to watch this happen not even just within a minute's time he's dead already why but still why are you not trying cpr why are you not even trying you guys are you guys are cops you've been trained in this cuz he's a deadbeat from society and they don't give a fuck about him boom <laughs> Social commentary or, on out or of the shadows. <laughs> no, I think it's social commentary. I think probably that might be it because they didn't like him. He was a jerk. Yeah, bag. nobody it's liked like, him. Fuck that guy, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: so he's dead, well, and they think she killed. He killed an innocent teenage girl. Um, slaughtered her. Yep. And they said, "Well, he killed himself. Well, fuck him. Okay, he yep. wanted to die. That's okay.
0: Yep. Whatever." So she's distraught. She's just like, "What the hell?" Mm-hmm. Um. Her mom's like, "We need to take you to a." Like, well, they had sleep, the funeral for him. Oh yeah, the funeral, right? The, and hang on, let's
1: talk about that scene. Where's this town take place? Isn't it Illinois or Indiana somewhere? It's Ohio. Is it Ohio? But that's never established till later on. Okay. So I guess the original intent was for this movie to be kind of filmed somewhat, said it was indistinguishable of where it was. But there's palm trees on full display in this scene. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love when there's movies that are supposed to be the Midwest. Like Halloween. Because they like dude. they like the neighborhoods in LA, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but we have palm trees too. It's like
1: it's like in Halloween when uh, when uh uh yeah.
0: they're walking down the street yep. in the background yep. at that tall palm yep. tree. Yep. Um so they're at the funeral, as they're leaving the funeral, she's telling her parents, she's just like, I know who this is. Mm-hmm. I've seen him. His he looks like this. He wears this sweater. He has this hat. He has this glove. And you can see the parents like this look on their face, like, oh shit. Doesn't she give him a name too? Does she say Fred? I don't think she I says don't know. it yet. Um, maybe because she knows it's Fred the name Freddy from earlier in the yeah. movie, right? So um the yeah. uh, the dad's just like he you know what he says? Saxon's like, you need to make her stay home till she gets over the shock. like that's that's how you fix it just stay home till you get over the shock mom goes i'm gonna do you one better i'm taking her to a sleep doctor
1: and 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 that was the mentality in 1984 dude
0: just go to sleep rub some dirt on it you'll be fine you'll
1: get over it in a day or two
0: uh she goes to the sleep doctor they want to put her under and she's just like no i don't want to do this and her mom's like no you need to right like Mm -hmm. i don't care what you think uh we're gonna make you do this against your will and she's just like all right fine so they put her to sleep. They start studying her brainwaves. Now she's going into REM. She's going into deep sleep. She's going into dream state. All they're of a like, sudden, oh, things everything's are happening. Fine. Everything's perfect. But then all of a sudden, things are happening. And they're like, wait, this isn't normal. She should be oh, waking up right now. Oh, yeah, her numbers right are now. jumping off the this, chart. This, she should be waking up. What's happening? Like, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? Right? So they she, they see her, and they're flailing around. They go in. They they wake her up. They, they literally bring her out of it. And it's all like, oh, everything's crazy. And then she pulls out the hat from the Well, didn't she have a cut, sheet. too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. First, she shows this cuts on her arms. And while they're bandaging that up, then she, she pulls out, pulls the, out hat. the
1: hat from under the blanket. with her. And
0: mom looks at that hat and literally falls through the floor. She knows. She knows. At
1: this point, it's not, this is in my daughter's head because somehow, somewhere, she may have heard about this yep. and now it's you know, yep. consciously coming out. No, it's. Oh shit! What did we
0: do? Doc says, "Let me tranquilize you," and she's like, "Get the fuck off me!" She shoves him across the room, dude. Yeah. Um. But now it's time to pay the piper. Mm-hmm. So, mom, no. First, of all, they go home, right? They, they're, they're back home. Um. She meets Glenn at the, the Venice Canals right? for ice cream. Yeah. they sees talk the about book. that, and he's just, and he, for him, he's just like you know. You, you, booby traps and improvised personal th- This is crazy. Device. What are you doing? Stampede She's just persona. like, I'm, I'm, I'm a survivalist now. I gotta yep. survive. And he's like, uh, okay. And then they talk about like he, where did he? He brought up dreams or something about how like the ancient people or something where they thought about like bad dreams or or demons or monsters. Like, how would you get rid of them? You turn mm-hmm. your back on them. You don't give them the energy. You don't believe in them anymore.
1: Yeah, and 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 don't forget at this point, a Glenn's a cool not... It's
0: a really cool scene. No, I oh I know it is. Um, uh, but Glenn's not.
1: Glenn's not aware of the situation that's going no.
0: on as much as she is. He may he have had a dream here the or there, of right? It. But he hasn't been involved this way yet. Which is, but he saw yes. the guy get killed, and he knows about Tina too. But and he's he, just kind and of like he came into detaching. the dream.
1: He came into the dream when Tina asked him, "Hey, are you still there?" And he steps out from behind the
0: tree. Or was that just a dream? That could have been Freddie pretending to be that him. Could have been. Um, so. Uh, she tells him, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to have a plan. I'm going to need your help. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right. She's like, you can't fall asleep this time, you motherfucker. Don't fall asleep, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, fine. No worries. Um, She's home. She's going to start finds getting the bars. ready to do this, right? Yeah, this is when she comes home and finds the bars on the house. Yes, she's pissed. But she's still going to get ready for this thing. She's calling Glenn. They're talking across the, the street, you know, come mm-hmm. to the window. I want to make sure you're here do whatever you can to stay awake. Midnight, we're doing this. He's like, okay. She starts preparing like she's fucking Kevin McAllister on steroids, bro. She's like no, filing no, no, no. holes into the, the light. Yet. No, no, this is after. That's right. Hold on. Rewind. Jumping ahead of yourself. <laughs> Rewind. She says, we're doing this. He says, all right, I'm going to stay up. Mm-hmm. He's got a TV. He's got headphones. He's doing everything he can to stay up. His mom's like. "Just waiting for Miss Nude America to come on. <laughs> She's like, I need you to get some sleep. He's like, I'm all right, Ma. She goes downstairs and she's talking to her husband. And you can tell, like, her husband's just not a fan of the girl next door. Like, she's going or across a, the street. She's going crazy. He's a
1: 1984 Republican. He,
0: he's <laughs> like, She's going crazy. Yes. She calls the house, she wants to talk to Glenn. The mom's like, Well, why do you want to talk to him? And she's just like, It's important. It's a it's it's an emergency. And the dad grabs the phone, he's like, You know what? You'll talk to him tomorrow. Hangs up. Yeah cuz he's just like you got to be firm with it. these kids fuck these kids well, cuz
1: he also thinks she's crazy
0: yeah meanwhile upstairs glenn's fallen asleep mm-hmm. unfortunately unfortunately and nancy gets so annoyed she rips the phone out of the wall so now she, and then she gets pissed at herself what if glenn tries to well, call her well because me? he try well because he she tries to call again and, he, right. and dad left
1: the phone off the hook right. so she's pissed yeah uh
0: but you know she's like okay he's going to do what he has to do i know he'll be over i trust him Unfortunately, Glenn meets his demise now, which is very anticlimactic for a lot of the other things we saw happen. Well, not really, because I got to be honest, like later on, we see a lot of shit go down for kills the the Tina one. We didn't see much. It was a lot of after the fact. Yeah. The one with the boyfriend that was kind of I mean, it was a but hanging. Again,
1: but again, this is the first movie before right. they got to that point. This is. This, one, this is
0: a different film from the
1: later movies in the series. Yeah.
0: This one, he uh, he pulls Glenn into the waterbed. Was so, it a waterbed or just into the I bed? I think it was just
1: a regular bed. So for this
0: movie in 1984, this was fucked up, dude. Yeah. He pulls him into the bed and all of a sudden, like just a a, a geyser of blood comes oh, spewing out. Just pouring out, dude. Mom comes running in and freaks out when she sees it. Mm-hmm. But before we move forward, I want to rewind real quick. We yes. forgot about one most iconic scene of all time: Nancy in the bath.
1: Oh, how did we forget that? Because there dude. is a scene where she's Again, in the bath. Dude. This is
0: one of the scenes that establishes where she's figuring oh, out what's happening. How and did we there's miss the, that? The glove that comes out, dude. It's such a good scene. Yes, dude. And like the the taboo of that scene for the
1: time, dude. Yeah. Of of this this hand of this and. Had they kept the original concept of Freddy Krueger made him a child molester, the scene would have hit even more. But he wasn't. More.
0: So that later it became child molester. In this first, ep- the first movie, he's not. In he the was first movie, he's just a supposed child
1: murderer. Well, he was originally supposed to be, but they changed it because there was a but lot still, of think child that. murders going on in the media. It worked better. Well, yes. But what a very vulnerable
0: scene for a oh young teenage girl. God. Her legs spread open and this guy's hand coming up at her. Uh, but anyway, let's but go back. But even then, from there, yeah, when she gets pulled under the water and that fight, scene yeah. in the water, dude, is just yeah. phenomenally shot too. Um, okay, so fast forward, Glenn's yep. dying. We yes. have a geyser of blood. Mom's freaking out, and now, uh, oh, real quick, that where she's coming, where she's fighting for her life in the
1: bathtub. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry because we missed it, so yeah. I I couldn't comment on yeah. it. that. To me, is like you know that moment when you're just about to fall asleep. And you have a slight dream, and you're falling, and you wake up.
0: Oh, that's God. that moment. Yeah. That's
1: that moment, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. That happens Ugh. all the time. What and a it scene. feels so real. You're walking down a sidewalk, and it's snowy, and there's a piece of ice, and you slip, and you can't you know catch it, yourself, and you wake up.
1: You know what it was for me? And, it's I, and so this intense. was a reoccurring one that would happen. Is my dad would sit me on top of my mom's car and tie my shoes or something, right? Or and just fell stick me off there. Of it. It yeah, so I always would have this That would actually happen my dad would put me up there But I'd always have this reoccurring dream Nightmare like that That would jolt me that I was falling Off interesting yes Wow Weird. anyway
0: Uh. All right guys forward guys are blood Yes mom freaking out Johnny Depp gone Now Nancy knows what's going on She's devastated and her Dad's going and she's just telling and She's talking to her dad and, and he's like I haven't Gone upstairs yet she's like oh trust me he's dead I know what's going on dad and I need you to know that I'm about to do something and I need your help now. Yeah. And at some point at this time, I need you to come over and get me. Come wake me up. And dad's like, yeah, 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 sure. I got a dead body you got to deal with. He's like, whatever I need to say
1: to get you off my back, I got to go.
0: And now we got Kevin McAllister. She's so, cutting holes in in light bulbs, filling hmm. them up with gunpowder. I mean, rigging, she's like littering, like rigging, she's literally setting hammers. up. Yeah. This huge, huge monster trap for the Krug.
1: So, if you listen to what she told her dad. Yeah. Come and wake me up in 20 minutes. Yeah. So, you got all that done in 20 minutes?
2: mm
0: Unless... Yeah. She was ready to go. Like, she was already prepping it while Glenn was getting killed. I don't Glenn know, because the scene killed. the,
1: the, the, the 80s montage that we saw was her making everything.
0: True, true. So, 20
1: minutes. She got in 20 minutes, bro. She was quick.
0: Kevin McAllister. And now she's back. She's like, I'm going for Freddie. Let me get down there. She's like, I'm going in, um, and either I'm dying or he's dying. She goes. There's a confrontation. There's Mm -hmm. fighting. They're interacting. They're blah, blah. You know, The whole thing's going down, and um, she needs her dad to come get her. And wake her up. Yep, she's she's flailing. He's fighting her. And he well, does. Well, I don't
1: think he's coming to wake her up. She's waiting for. She oh. said twenty minutes. She sets the alarm. Falls asleep. Yeah. He's gonna be out by the time. She needs her dad to
0: be there to take him out. Yes. To get him. And she comes out. Mm-hmm. And Fred's there. Well, she comes out. and There's nothing. Oh, that's she right. She Well, you think there's nothing. That's maybe right. Maybe I am going crazy. And then he yep. jumps up from the other side of the bed. Yep. And then there's this this fight. They're fighting. They're wrestling. they're there's all this havoc. At some point, we get Fred on fire again, in the basement. Yes. She um, dumps
1: the gasoline on him and lights him lights on fire. Lights him on fire. He's oh, making his way. What another great scene, dude. dude. All in one take. It looks so good. It this, looks so good. The fucking stunt man who was on fire, dude. I commend that dude. What a great job. And the
0: best thing about it is, so typically you see people on fire in films as stunts. They're playing themselves on fire. So it's non, it, it looks hokey because you can see they're well, wearing something on their head. This guy's face is supposed to look melted so they could wear whatever they needed to to protect themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, make it look can, like it was his bare head. Yes. Uh, yeah. Which was great. It really is good still to look at that. In 84, oh God, you're looking at that. And I'm like, wow. I mean, you, it, looking at the great. guy, you
1: can tell it's not right, <laughs> Robert but England, it but it great. still looks
0: great, dude. Um, He gets up, you know, he he ends up like disappearing into the house. There's like fiery footprints. Well, everywhere. the dad finally gets there. They That's right. Break
1: in the door. He comes in. She's like, he's down here because That's she closed right. the door and he fell down the stairs. And then she's like,
0: oh. Yep, fiery and footprints. Watches the fiery
1: footprints all throughout the house. And Make then, their way to the mom's bedroom.
0: Yep, dad goes after her. And he's on the mom, burning, mm-hmm. shit's going down. They pull the thing up, and then all of a sudden it's just the mom. And she is well, a... Well, the dad
1: throws the sheet over to put the right, put the fire put out. out pull pulls it off. it off, and it's just a skeleton in a nightgown.
0: And over, it starts uh, uh, sinking into a bed. Yep. And the arm reaches up, and then the bed smooths over and everything's normal. Yep. What's going on now?
1: That's a good question.
0: I want to ask you right now what's going on because everything else that happened in the dream world is the dream world. She pulled him into the real world, but mm-hmm. we're watching paranormal shit go down. Yeah. How's that working? I have no idea. I just accept it for what it is and move on. Um, The dad leaves. Mm-hmm. Door slams shut. Freddy ain't done. Nope. Jumps out of the, the mirror, wrestles around with, with Nancy one more time. And then Nancy's finally like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm done with you. She just stops the whole thing and turns around. It's like, I'm done. I'm not giving you the power anymore. You're done, Freddy. I want my friends back. We're going back to regular. I'm not doing this anymore. And he lunges at her and becomes TV static and disappears. Yep. And she opens the bedroom door. There's a glow. She steps out. And now it's bright daylight. And she's on the porch. She's normal. Mm Mm-hmm. Her mom's there. Car pulls up. It's Glenn. Tina's there. The boyfriend's there. She's just like, you know, it's very bright. It's very kind of foggy out. It's super bright because of the fog. And she makes a comment about how bright it is. And the mom says, it's going to burn off. You know, it's so bright, it'll burn off. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. She gets in the car the the, uh, top the top starts top coming back up. up it slams down and we see the striping of freddie's sweater on the car hood mm-hmm. on the top the rag top they realize something's wrong in the car they notice that the top starts locking itself yep. the windows start going up on their own and the windows are all grimy and now nancy's like oh no 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 she looks at her mom starts screaming Freddie just comes out from the door and grabs her mom, pulls her through the window, like the little door window. Well, thing. the
1: car starts taking off and as the he, car's pulling yes, away and yes. pulls her through the little window and in Nancy the door.
0: screams and that's it. Yep. So when they're making this movie, there isn't this thing of let's do sequels. This is the movie. This is it. And this is how it's going to end. That's what not happened at the end? True. Well, what happened at the end here? I don't know wasn't a dream. Mind.
1: It wasn't a dream. And or we, I mean the dream continued.
0: But how? Like we know Nancy survives, we know it. She shows up in 3. So so, I, so what happened? I don't know. What, I, in does, your mind, does, does how they, do you interpret this? So Is it it's still a dream then? Typically I interpret right?
1: it well part typically of Typically I nightmare. interpret it as she beats Freddie there when she opens that door, that's just kind of a tr- it, 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 a transition to whatever this is where this came from whatever this next piece is however it's it's vague
0: because all the other three are dead they don't come back to life they're dead yeah in three she references her friends that were slaughtered and killed yeah do they ever explain in
1: three the ending of this one
0: i don't think so i don't think anybody ever went back to say this is what this means see because i never i never thought of that i just always accepted it because if she's still in a dream caught by Freddy, she should be dead
1: unless she managed to get out somehow. Now I got to go and watch 3 to see what's what di- what's said in the dialogue.
0: Yeah, I don't think they really reference it. But let's 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 focus on this. Yeah. What a movie. Oh, dude. Dude, one of the original the OG slashers. One of these ones that well, when we say OG, we talked about like kind of the Mount Rushmore before and then we talked about the next gen. This is still part of the original school. This is still part of Leatherface, Michael Myers, mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees. Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. this is just how it goes and and is but much he's as the I, guy that says let me usher in the next generation is what he's doing
1: yes Um. however I add pinhead to that group as well yeah
0: yeah um, pinhead however always an outsider he's out for me
1: but he's he's out he he, he was a late bloomer because he should have been back with these ones because
0: we don't That's an er, we the don't way
1: that movies made it feels like an old we don't movie include Cropsy
0: in anything well, we don't because he's... He's an outlier. Yes. For me, Pinhead's always been an outlier. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen him that way. Um, but yeah, like I said, yeah. this is the, the death of the old, the birth of the new. This is the yeah. film. This is the one. This is the one where he says, I'm a part of this, right? I, I, I've come from this lineage of slashers and everything that everything the, everything that everybody has come to expect from this horror genre I'm the antithesis. And mm-hmm. now I'm going to show you what's the possible. The waves crashing. I'm Hold show my you beer. I'm what's, pass- what's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, uh, some of them go a little off the wall. You know, yeah. the character changes definitely. He becomes a little bit more campy. Um, we do still get some great installments in the series as, they oh, con- no as doubt. it continues. It's just
1: not the same. It's not the same character and it's not the same.
0: This is raw. This is a rawness to this film. Yes it's it's
1: and i and i don't when i say that that it's it's not the same character it's a different type of movie yeah i'm not saying that to take away from the sequels because they're great right um however when you're speaking in reality it is different it's a, it's a completely different you have to you have to totally. accept
0: this as a completely different movie than what the, the the sequels are yeah watch it again though and i want you to watch the shift in freddy throughout okay. the, this very first film there's a shift that happens and it's almost like during the filming there was this kind of conscious thing of being like we could make this character more than what we were doing initially mm-hmm. and I know you don't film you don't film movies in order with scenes but it does feel like that there what happened in the beginning is earlier filming because there's this tonal shift in the character himself um, at a certain point on. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's not because, again, when the very first time we ever see him, the makeup is very kind of like the skin's kind of hanging off him a little. You can see it hanging in the shadow, you know, the silhouette. It's, It's literally a burn victim. It's skin just kind of peeling from the face and not that melted look. And then even the way he talks is different. It's a different voice. The way he looks, his hat's all rumpled. Mm-hmm. Everything about him looks kind of grimy. And then there's that again. I, I keep going to boogeyman because the the way he runs is supposed to be kind of like this scary Ganky kind dude, of yeah. thing that's to coming at you, like this. You know, as you're a kid, you always think of that like, like the Nosferatu shadow. Yes, that kind of a thing. Whereas later on, and and it's it's well known that Robert Englund talks about. John Wayne right and the way John Wayne used to stand and there was this kind of crook to the way he stood because that's where he would grab his gun and he would think to himself like if I have this glove it's slightly heavier what if it was this kind of thing that made him stand this way and he did it in this film that's the first time we saw that stance. well and that's how he
1: also like actually naturally stood with the glove and on that's too. Yeah. how
0: he portrays himself to Nancy for the first time was yep. when he, we see him like that so I feel like there was this kind of tonal shift that happened um, regardless dude for me this is a killer. This is always going to be something I go back to, and I will never get tired of watching, ever. I love it. Yeah. No, I'm on the same page with you, dude. I've loved
1: this one for as long as I've been watching it. You have to if you're a... Col- well, I don't say you have to, but you need to be very familiar with this film if you call yourself a horror fan. Yeah. Um, because of how much influence came just to the genre after this yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, but like you, I will always hold this deer. I put this one on quite a bit, whether yeah. it's in the background
0: or I'm just saying, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I yeah, get in the mood it, where dude. I'm like, I'm going to watch them all in a row. And I do. I'll start watching the movies. And like tonight, I'll watch this. Tomorrow, I'll watch that one. And I just keep mm-hmm. doing it till I've seen them all. Because I do. I, even though there are ones in there where I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, did we really need Roseanne Barr in the fucking series for real, bro? Well, that last one was kind of, you know what I yeah. mean. But then I get into things like three, which I absolutely yeah. love. And for me, you know, not a, this isn't everybody's cup of tea, but for me, new nightmare is literally Scream before Scream. Yeah. It yeah. was about being meta and understanding horror and knowing the real thing was part of the real universe and then all of a sudden it affected your universe. Yeah. So like, I've always loved those that one. Um, there's, a, there's a couple others that are decent in the series, uh, but overall, yeah, this is one that's just always going to be. Never a doubt it'll go on.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. It's going to be there. This is always going to be there. Whenever you think a- uh, horror, whenever you think horror, think about it. 1930s when you think horror you got frankenstein yep you got dracula Dracula, you got the wolfman creature creature from the black lagoon phantom of the opera and mummy right when you think horror in the 80s you got the exact same thing you got michael myers freddy krueger jason leatherface cropsy (laughs) cropsy
0: pinhead (laughs) bilal but yeah, oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, dude. No, that's the key, that's the thing, right? That's key, man. This Cycles. Is, this Everything's is so a cycle, good. dude. And and go back and watch it again now, and and like now start now watch it again, looking for specific scenes that stand out or ideas that stand out, like Scream. Even the idea, like the timing of the way things went. Like there was the the attempted kill right at the beginning of this. It wasn't a kill. It was attempted with Tina. Mm-hmm. In Scream, we had the kill. After the intense opening, we go to high school kids getting ready to go to school, mm-hmm. right? Then we get moments, like I said, where it's kind of like the Skeet Ulrich scene where, where he's coming into the window uh, of Scream. We see that play out with Johnny Depp. And people back in the day when Scream came out compared Skeet Ulrich to the next Johnny Depp yeah, because of that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's just so many different things in this film where I'm just like, oh, he just kept like... There's a scene where like Nancy goes out into the hallway and it's cold and it's dark and there's all the lockers. And it, that reminds me of Henry Winkler coming out and, yep. Oh, is that you Fred? You know what I mean? And, and, you and see it's him. What's his name? Mop in the hall, but it's got that same kind of look and feel where they, like you turn around and now you're looking down the hall with the lockers and it's creepy. You know, yeah. there's so many different things, dude. I was just like, Oh, I love this because <laughs> it's, it's in Wes's blood, man. He read the script and he's like, I know how I want to film this. I've done it before. And let me yeah. just do this kind of like an homage to my olden stuff. Because when Kevin Williamson writes a scene where the guy comes in a window, you can do it from any angle in any way you want to do it. Well, he yeah. He yeah, did yeah. it the same way, dude. Yeah, it's you can insane. take two
1: st- two copies of the same script, give them to the two different directors and you yeah. get two completely different films. Exactly. You know. So
0: I love it, dude. Go back and watch it that way. See if you yeah, can't pick out how many things that kind of have a Scream flavor to them because you know what Wes was doing. And, and I knew, but I didn't know there's maybe as much as there is. Yeah, it's a, um, it's, it's a few, it's a few times. That. Yeah, And then again, even the ties, like the sheriff is also like the the, the deputy or whatever to John Saxon's character, but the, he's the sheriff in Scream. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. awesome, dude. It's awesome. Um. Interesting. Oh no! There's the other scene too. When the one guy gets arrested after you know he uh um he meets up with Nancy and he he pulls her into the bushes and oh, stuff. Oh, Yeah, yeah. He's getting arrested and he's going, "I didn't do it, Nancy." Same way as Skeets getting arrested. He's like, "I didn't do it, Sydney." It's the exact same way that he says same it, beats, even, bro. Dude. With the idea that the cops look at this guy like you're the dirtbag kid with the bad reputation. Yep. Same thing, dude. I'm telling you. There's so many things that are parallel.
1: And both films knocked it out of the park, dude. I love it. I they love were, it. They
0: were staples. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah this with Nightmare on Elm Street, I feel like, was one of the films that actually became like, oh, teen slashers are a thing. Yes. Yeah, we had Friday, Friday, Friday the 13th, but... This felt different. This felt like teen movies, yes, fighting slashers, and not just kids that were being killed off at a camp. Mm-hmm. You know, again, this completely changed the genre, dude. It really did. It was all right, dude. You got tidbits? Uh, I I
1: do, but we'll we'll get ever get out of here. We don't need to keep people. It's, oh, if you don't know the tidbits, get what those are you tidbits. doing here? Real quick, though, I want to make a comment. I said nineteen thirties horror. You got your handful there. Eighties horror. We're coming up the nineteen or the twenty twenties, are the cyclical area where we should be getting back to that. Ooh! So it'll be interesting to see what what horror where horror goes in the next ten years, um, and what sort of new franchises
0: are born out of this that are going to be so. core in the horror genre. I hope so, because it feels like a lot of horror when you're talking about iconic characters and villains and monsters or slashers in horror more recently have just been rebooted and replayed and things that have been we haven't really gotten any brand new kind of ideas that no one's thought about and this is the new monster to really remember and think about oh man it's getting dark it's time to shut out shop listen Shut but up shop. Yeah, shut up shop. It must really be getting late. Shut down. <laughs> shut down shop. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate your support as always. Make sure to head over to our social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Out of the Shadows podcast, or O O T S Pod. And make sure to keep your eyes peeled because we have some very exciting
1: things coming down the pipeline, Chris.
0: You want to hear some exciting things? We have a guest that's going to be joining us here in the next few episodes. She's a co-host on another podcast I do, Tube Time, where we talk about TV shows. Courtney will be joining us and uh jim will also be joining me and courtney on our other show tube time so when he gets on there we're going to tell you guys about it so you can go and listen to us talk about uh inappropriate cartoons yes but (laughs) uh now it's time to end the night we're going to get out of here um for jim clark this is chris chavez just remember guys whatever you do don't fall asleep and keep your eyes on the shadows